0: Hello, and welcome to the Hairdresser Strong Show. We talk with stylists from all backgrounds, hearing their experiences and perspectives about career defining topics important to rising and transforming hairdressers. I'm Robert, and I'm your host. This is my guest, Lindsay. Lindsay, Hi. will you uh, introduce yourself for us? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi, my name is Lindsay. I was attending Paul Mitchell, the temple up in Frederick, Maryland. I'm currently taking a break because of COVID. Covid has affected everyone a little bit differently, and I just had to take a break due to financial and mental, you know, problems. But I'm hopeful to be back during the spring or summer. Um, I've always had a passion for hair ever since I was younger. It was my way of expressing myself and being able to get my frustrations, feelings out. Happy, sad, whatever, you know, you would see it in my hair. One week it'd be blue, one week it'd be red, and I kind of took it from there. I was told to grow out of that phase, but it never really happened. So eventually I ended up going to college. I did a semester thinking that I did have to, you know, put myself into a different path, but it wasn't for me. College wasn't for me, college isn't for everybody. So I ended up doing it for myself and I ended up going to cosmetology school and I've loved it ever since.
0: Awesome. All right, well, today we're talking about behind the chair success of hairdressers. And and uh, And we're ta- and when I say that, I mean uh, financial health, mental health and physical health. Uh, we cannot be successful if our bodies break down. We can't be successful if we can't carry on a conversation with our customer because we're, we have full of anxiety or depression, or we have other mental health issues that we're not taking our medication for, or, or maybe we're self-medicating, which is super common in our industry with drugs and alcohol. Um, and then for, for financial health, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer, but the reality is a lot of hairdressers are terrible with money. A lot of hairdressers will, um, you know, spend all their tips and, uh, eat every day. They'll go out and party and like eat and drink or go shopping or something. I know I did. I mean, I spent, (laughs) I spent the first probably 10 years, uh, on the floor. Once I got on the floor, you know, making hardly any money. So that paid my bills. And then whatever I had in my pocket, my pocket was a good time and food, you know, uh, (laughs) and then clothes if I was lucky, um, Now that said, like, we really need to be better about that because we can have uh, success a lot sooner. You know, I, I've been doing hair since uh, 2002. I started in the industry and uh, I would say only the last like three to five years, I've been able to like, okay, five, six years, but I've been able to, you know, accumulate uh, savings and um, purchase stuff. I mean, I still have debt, like student loan debt, but like I don't know. I thought this would be a really important topic to talk about. So that said, uh, Lindsay, why don't you uh, tell us about, let's start with physical health. Why don't you tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about your experience? Uh, You know, you were in a salon before you were in school Mm -hmm. and then you stopped working at, uh, you stopped going to school and you got a job in November. You said, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us a little, so let's start with physical. What, uh, what type of physical challenges do you, um, to affect your ability to perform your job
1: so i would say mostly you do have to get comfortable being on your feet like 24 7 while you're on the floor or at school um they do teach you that like paul mitchell temple does teach you that you are going to be up and not seated most of the time of your career So for me, like, Percy, like, I was okay with that because I wasn't wearing any, like, heels to school or anything that wasn't the person I was for school. But also with the standing up, you are going to have to learn that, you know, certain things are going to be a little bit harsher on your hands, like, like cutting. There are some days where my hands were just shaking when I went home because my fingers were cramped up in one position. And there were some days where my shoulders hurt because I was hunched over a shampoo bowl even though you are taught a specific way to do everything to make sure you are physically okay sometimes when you get a little fatigued and tired you know that kind of goes out the door
0: totally <laughs> and totally
1: so th- those are kind of some of the things
0: cool uh so i love that you brought that up about the hands and the shoulders so like uh, i i i don't know how many people know this i mean by the time like how many times I'm gonna say this on the show, but I have a a neck issue, like a really bad neck issue. I have to go to physical therapy once a week for, uh, Mm -hmm. and it affects my hands. And, um, you know, when your shoulders are so, are hurting from like hunching over, the long-term impact potentially is surgery. And the type of surgery that you might have to have could go wrong and you will not be able to do hair anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's a pretty serious thing. I'm glad you brought that up about the hands and the back and the neck and stuff. Okay so so those are the physical challenges and uh I I I I recommend uh, stretching and um uh, and some sort of working out uh but posture is so important you know just mm-hmm. core strengthening and stretching is is huge uh mm-hmm. but like the without when proper posture over time I've known multiple people that I've had neck neck surgeries uh because of this job so it's real um okay how about uh, impacts to mental health? Um, you mentioned that in in your opening when you were introducing yourself. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? You'd start, you were work, let's start with um where your head was when you were working in a salon. So you're working in a salon and mm-hmm. did you decide you were going to go to school while you're working at the
1: salon? So I had signed up to go to school, I think maybe in November or December of 2019. Okay. I, I was going to be full time, but then I drew back a little bit because I didn't want to work, so I ended up being a part time student. But I was looking for a job at that time, and I personally didn't know that some salons were offering programs for people like me that hadn't gotten their license yet, that hadn't graduated. So you know, I jumped in like you know, happy as hell about it. And so I just jumped into the first salon that gave me the opportunity, which, you know, was a downer on my point because I had no research on, you know, what was going to go like happening in that salon. So that's why like now I do say like, really do your research before you get into a place because I ended up being unhappy there. It wasn't the atmosphere that I wanted for myself. It wasn't the work I wanted for myself. It really wasn't anything that I would have envisioned myself being in. And I still put myself through that. And it did affect me a lot. It really did put like a downer on my mood to go into the industry when I had been so happy to finally take everything into my own hands and say, I'm going to do, you know, hair for myself. Totally. And so I ended up, you know, leaving the salon because I needed to, you know, leave myself a little bit of time to recover before I went back to school, focusing on school. And it went well from there. But then COVID hit, I only got a month into school before we had to do, you know, hair over a computer, which Mm -hmm. for me personally, wasn't the best because I am a very hands on person. I do love to be instructed, like, right, like in front of my face, like right here. So learning over a screen was very hard for me, but I still like stuck it out. And so we were doing that for about four to five months. And, you know, it was hard because we did have a lot of like regulations here in Maryland that you couldn't really go out past a certain time so that's mostly like what I did I was like kind of stuck in my room looking at a screen playing with my mannequin heads (laughs) and so then we were able to go back into the school in person for a little bit of time and that was great like I I felt refreshed relieved that I could you know go and interact but then around I want to say I want to say like around October we really started to have some financial struggles at home so when I went to school, because I still do live with my parents, we did agree that they would help me with the process of going through school financially. But then my dad's the only one that works at home and he actually got unemployed. So Mm -hmm. I had to pick up a job around that time to be able to help myself with my finances of going to school. And eventually I couldn't keep up. I really didn't have the mindset to go to school and to, you know, be working that job. So that kind of put a damper on like everything that I had going on. So I had to make a choice if, you know, I wanted to continue putting myself in this position where I was just stressed and have anxiety all the time, or if I wanted to take a break and just work so I would be comfortable at the moment and then go back. So I did end up taking the break because I, even though school was a stress reliever for me and I did love going, I did love the class I was in, the people that were there. I was just going to put a smile on my face. And that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people go into their salon and just put a smile on their face because they have clients that day, or they go into work to put a smile on their face because they need the money. But I wasn't in the mood to do that anymore. So yeah. I had to take my time off.
0: That's uh, pretty uh, powerful. You said a lot there. Um, I First of all, uh, the fact, so you were working at a salon and- Uh, you took the salon because what maybe you were hot you're excited to get a job Mm -hmm. job, and and that's actually something that um, I hope that less and less young stylists do uh, and that's big purpose of the show Uh, spend a little more time kind of looking although I'm not gonna lie I um, I left home when I was 17 I moved in with my sister so I didn't have rent to pay but after so I was a senior in high school, but after high school, I was working in a salon and after high school, I moved to Miami on my own. Mm. Um, so like, I really just needed a job. Like I, you know, and then I moved back here and I, but I got a job before I came back here. Um, that was the one time I did. And I don't know, it's like, sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you should, you know, but most of the like best practices definitely spend a little more time doing the mm. research like you mentioned. Uh, now that said, what was it was just bad mostly bad vibes in the salon and and not not great hair coming out of there is that what was or
1: it was a little bit of you know both I think well I went in for the interview and I did interview with the owner and I I actually was very you know out there saying if I did want a mentor and I did want education I did want someone to guide me because I was coming into this before school so I was very prominent about that and I was you know promised That I would get that, and I didn't get that at all. So I went in there, you know, as an assistant. I was hired as an assistant. I was told that I would be shadowing and that I would be helping with the essentials, like cleaning, bringing up the clients, shampooing, and stuff like that. But I was kind of just thrown on the first day and wasn't really given any direction, thinking to pick it up. And I think that's, you know, that was promised with my hiring process that i would be trained properly that i would be comfortable shadowing somebody that i was kind of just thrown out there and it took a while to get me shampooing and you know the atmosphere everything for me like i just wasn't given what i was promised and that kind of just dampened it from there
0: (laughs) totally and then you go to school and then you're totally like so you decide to go to school without working and then and then you're like school's pretty awesome and then covid comes and just like totally fucks with you yeah yeah that's such a bummer. I, uh, I, I applaud you for like coming on the show and talking about it. Not a lot of people can be so open. And um, it sounds like you really care. You, you, you understand how you feel and that's really important. Cause like you said, a lot of people do just like, don't take a second to look inward mm-hmm. and realize that they need some time,
1: mm-hmm. you know?
0: And if you, if you can figure that out now before your career, Uh, really takes off then that's a huge win for you you're gonna be setting yourself up for success so like as down as this sounds I would I would personally take it as like you know at least I'm taking care of myself you know
1: yeah that's how I felt in the moment it kind of just feels like wow like this is all the weight I have on my shoulders but then once you live and learn so once you go through that experience now you know like what expectations you want for yourself like now I know that's why I want to go in and ask certain things or I want to know certain things before I take everything blindsided. So sure. at least like I have that experience in my hand now.
0: Absolutely. Uh what type of uh so so the one thing I would I would I'm very curious to know what um what you would like what you would say if I asked you for advice to other uh hairdressers when it comes to feeling um you know. Uh, moments of depression or uh, questioning, like what you're doing with yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what would you say is like uh, something that you would recommend that may have worked for you?
1: I unfortunately had to get to a breaking point, and you know, but if you can really prevent yourself from getting to the breaking point before hitting rock bottom, it's more so just taking the time to understand that you're not okay and it's okay not to be okay it's and it's okay not to always be smiling always to be in the mood or talkative mood that that's fine but you kind of have to catch yourself in those moments and ask yourself what's going on like what have I I've been ignoring for myself Percy if it's something at home if it's something for you if it's something that's going on like in your own salon you do have to you know make those talks for your like make those talks for yourself like make those conversations for yourself don't just ignore that little thought in your head like maybe I'm not like you know feeling okay today you know because I know we all do it we all push through because yeah like you have bills to pay or you know this is your work you can't really back out of it but you have to take care of yourself first and you have to ask yourself if you are okay like truthfully
0: And I like, um, I think the sounds like one of the most powerful things you did was just step back and, uh, you know, kind of reevaluate and take some time and I, I, I don't know if you felt this but I know that a lot of people feel like it feels like defeat or they're giving up or they're giving in and that's not it at all. Like, not, no. you know, the people the people that can step back and take and take kind of take a look, I, I mm-hmm. feel like they end up being so much more successful in the future. So yeah. I'm glad I'm glad that you were able to do that. And, um, you know, still be standing and able to show up here today and tell us about it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh,
0: so what about like, um, you talked a little bit about financial um, situation with your parents, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to support you for your schooling and, so COVID COVID's yeah. brought a lot, of, um, a lot of challenges to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure there's other people that have a similar story to mm-hmm. yours. Um, what uh, is there, what are kind of thoughts or, or vibes or advice or whatever would you like to say to other people that, are, um, that have had to deal with this kind of stuff you had to do from like a financial perspective?
1: Well, personally, for me, I was kind of, since I had worked retail before getting into a salon, I kind of knew what I was looking for personally in that retail um, atmosphere. So I was able to actually jump back into an older job that I had. So thankfully, like that was there for me. But for anyone that's starting out from scratch that just needs to get a job, maybe it's your first job because of COVID, or maybe it's just a job you don't really want for yourself you still have to look into whether that's going to be a place you still want for yourself, even if it's for the financial struggles. If you are unhappy and making money, money's not going to cover up that you're unhappy. So totally. you need to make sure that, you know, you're still going to be comfortable in this job. And that's going to help you push through to be able to continue working, to continue making your ends meet, making, you know, what you need for your necessities, for your bills, for your school, stuff like that. So you still need to be happy even if you're going to pull yourself out there just to be able to get by.
0: Totally. Yeah, I think um, sometimes we got to like get out of our own way and uh, and just like don't think of ourselves, try to like get a new perspective on ourselves.
1: You yeah. got to break those habits.
0: Totally, totally. Okay, and I like to wrap up uh, my interviews with a, with a laugh by asking you to share your most embarrassing moment behind the chair or at school or in a salon.
1: So for me, it was, so I was working at a salon that had these porcelain bowls that were adjustable. So you would tilt them up or down depending on the client's neck. And it was a male client. He came up and I was going to shampoo him before he got his haircut. And so he had to adjust himself like three times, but he never got it right. His neck wasn't quite sealed on the bowl. And so, of course, like I'm like here, like, is the temperature okay? Is the pressure okay? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. But then he's like, "Uh, I feel a little wet. And so I'm like, "Okay, like I'll double up on the towel for you. And so I double up on the towel and he leans back again and I'm still shampooing. And he's like, I think I'm getting a little wet. And I start to get nervous because I'm like, there's two towels. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I've told him to get up like five times. And so, okay, like I do my best. And then he gets up and he was wearing this white shirt and his back was so like so (laughs) so I felt so bad but he was very sweet about it he was like it's okay and then we offered to throw his shirt in the dryer while he was getting his haircut he could change it to a robe and so he goes into the bathroom and he changes into the robe but he couldn't quite get the concept of the robe so he comes out and everything but his head is actually in the robe so his arms are kind of like up like this and we were just <laughs> dying of laughter and so his status comes over and she's like let me help you with that and she's like pops his head through like the robe and everything and he kind of just looks around he's like oh I'm here <laughs> and then there's me like behind the counter I'm like sorry and he's like oh I think it's his haircut. He leaves looking good. His shirts, you know, still kind of wet, but it's okay. You know, he was he wasn't a Debbie Downer about it, which I loved.
0: That's hilarious. You know, uh, uh, that is it. You know, it's bad when they got to take their clothes off <laughs> yeah. and you have to dry it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs>
0: and not with a blow dryer, with a dryer. No, with a dryer. The dryer. Yeah, yeah.
1: threw yeah. in with the towels and everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. It was bad. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. That's a great way to uh, wrap this up. And um, I look forward to hearing more about your journey and your, uh, with your, in your career. And um, please definitely uh, feel free to hit me up at any time. And anybody else who has any questions uh, or comments, please comment, ask me questions, ask Lindsay questions. Um, that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye now.
1: Bye. Bye.